Just Chibi the Podcast, presented by Just Chibi Productions. Hi there, I'm your host, Fondue. I'm Chibi. In this week's episode, we're talking about the belated holiday, National Cheddar Day. Yay, cheddar! We're going to learn all about cheddar cheese. We're going to talk about cheddar history, cheddar facts, and types of cheddar. We're going to discuss cheddaring cloth, white stuff, and what dentists really think of cheddar cheese. And of course, no episode would be complete without our very cheesy jokes. I love jokes. Stay tuned for episode 118, Cheddar, on Just Cheesy, the podcast. According to nationaltoday.com, February 13th is National Cheddar Day. And this holiday was established back in 2019 by Tillamook, the cheese company out in Oregon. But did you know that cheese history goes all the way back to the Romans? And according to cheddargorgecheese.com, the first reference of cheddar cheese dates all the way back to 1170. Holy cow. And this is when King Henry II purchased 10,240 pounds of cheddar. Wow. According to CabotCreamery.com, in the village of Cheddar in Somerset, there's a story. Okay. A milkmaid brought a bucket of milk to a cave to keep it cool and forgot about it. Okay. When she returned a few days later, it had hardened and she decided to eat it. Ew. Now, if you're familiar with the show and you've heard a lot of cheese origin stories, yeah. um, it seems that people keep putting milk in caves and <laughs> yeah. it keeps turning into cheese. So I think uh, yep. people maybe knew how to make cheese around that time, but yeah. almost all the origin stories involve a cave and forgetting food in there. Yeah. But in most cases, because there was no refrigeration and there wasn't great transportation, People didn't know what to do with surplus milk. Yeah. And it was typically solved by turning it into cheese. Oh, yeah. Because if you took fresh curd and you squeeze out the moisture, the cheese lasts much longer than milk. Right. Cheddar Gorge Cheese says that when King Charles I was on the throne, there was so much demand for cheese that it was only available at the king's court. Oh, wow. And even then you had to pay ahead before the cheese was even made. Whoa. And they also say that originally cheese had to be made within 30 miles of Wells Cathedral in order to be called cheddar. Wow. Justfunfacts.com says that Scott of the Antarctic took with him 1,600 kilograms or 3,500 pounds of cheddar made in cheddar on his famous expedition in 1901. Whoa. And Queen Victoria was given a giant wheel of cheese weighing over a thousand pounds as a wedding gift. Whoa. And we learned back in our President's Day episode that President Andrew Jackson once held a big party at the White House where he was served a 1,400 pound block of cheddar cheese. Holy And it wasn't until the 1850s that we really see some changes in cheesemaking. Okay. According to wikipedia.com, Joseph Harding had a major contribution to cheese. His contribution was to improve dairy hygiene and standardize the methods used for making cheddar. Nice. And Culture Cheese Mag talks a little bit about the United States. Okay. Where they say that British colonists moved to America and brought their cheesemaking techniques with them. That makes sense. And by 1790, they were exporting cheddar to their home country. And by 1851, the world's first cheese factory opened in upstate New York. Mm. And its specialty was, you guessed it, cheddar. Cheddar. 
Around the same time, in 1841, Ann Pickett in Wisconsin was one of the first commercial cheese enterprises. Wow. And by 1864, a wave of construction and production established Wisconsin as the center for cheese in the United States. Mm. And by 1894, Peter McIntosh brought his cheese-making skills to the West Coast at Tillamook, wow. where he was dubbed the Cheese King of the Coast. Wow. And according to ChoreTech.com, by the 1940s, at least 1,500 cheese-producing factories were in operation in the state of Wisconsin. Holy cow. And they produced upwards of 500 million pounds of cheese every year. 500 million. And according to JSOnline.com, if Wisconsin were a country, they'd be the fourth largest producer of cheese in the entire world. Holy cow. Wisconsin produced more than 3.5 billion pounds of cheese in 2020. Holy cow. And this is a quarter of the nation's total cheese production. Whoa. They say it's the equivalent of 158 Eiffel Towers. Whoa. Wisconsin cheese is not a sponsor. Not yet. But if they were, the ad would go right here. Have you ever wanted to listen to the web? Yeah. Well, Newsly makes that possible. They do? They're an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. Super app. You can listen to trending articles on the web on topics that you choose and get them read to you in a natural human voice. What kind of topics? Sports, cheese? tech, business, cheese. science. Cheese? I'm sure there's even cheese. Yay! They even have an entire section for podcasts. Are we there? Of course we are. Ooh. It's one of my new favorite podcast apps. They even have digital radio. Holy cow. Just go to www.newsly.me to download it free. Whoa. Or use the link in the description. If you use the promo code CHEESY, Cheesy. that'll get you one month free premium subscription. Yay, Newsly. Now, back to the podcast. According to thegastromagazine.com, there are three primary types of cheddar cheese. Ooh. Colby, which starts out as cheddar, but the curd is curbed from pressing tightly. Yum. Cheddar club, which combines more than a single cheese. Okay. And processed cheddar which is a mild and smooth version of cheddar cheese. Okay. According to thespruceeats.com, there are different types of cheddar. Oh. Farmhouse cheddar, which is made in England, and the European Union recognized true farmhouse cheddar by awarding it the PDO, the Protected Designation of Origin. Ooh. And in addition to it being English, it's made entirely on the same farm, and it's aged at least nine months. Wow. There's bandage-wrapped cheddar, which is wrapped in cheesecloth during the aging process. Ooh. The cloth protects the outside of the cheese, but allows air in. And there's a little bit of dispute about the cloth bound. Oh, no. According to culturecheesemag.com, it was invented in England. But there's also some ideas that the U.S. colonists invented the cloth bound method. Whoa. But regardless of who invented it, it sort of fell out of favor once wax-coated cheddars came to be. Oh, yeah. Wax fully sealed the cheese and shielded it, from outside elements. Right. And it eliminated evaporation and shrinkage, which left the cheesemakers with more cheese to sell at the end of the aging process. Nice. But they say the taste was quite different with the cloth-bound method, which they say had a much more condensed, developed flavor and a drier texture. Oh. And regardless of the aging style, cheddar cheese is made pretty much the same way. Really? The milk is heated before adding starter culture and reddit 
and this allows curd to form. Oh. The curds cut into pieces, they settle, the whey is poured off, and the curds are allowed to drain in cheesecloth. Oh. As the curds drain, they knit together into a solid mass. Okay. That mass is sliced into smaller loaves, and they're stacked on top of one another. The weight from stacking helps the whey to drain from the curds. Sure. The stacking process is repeated, and it's called cheddaring. Ah, cheddaring. They say these loaves form a long, dense curd structure. The loaves are broken back to curd by hand or by machine. Okay. They're salted. They're pressed to whatever shape the cheesemaker desires. Neat. After the shape is set, it's coated in some kind of fat, typically lard. Okay. It's wrapped in cotton cloth before being aged in a cool, humidity-controlled environment. <laughs> like a cave. And according to dairy.com.au... There are different types of aging. Okay. Mild cheddar matures for one to three months. Whoa. Semi-matured matures for three to six months. Okay. And matured or tasty matures for six to 12 months. Whoa. Vintage matures for 12 to 24. Wow. And have you ever wondered what the white specks are on the outside of your block of cheddar? I have. Well, according to choosingcheese.com, these white specks are actually oh. calcium lactate. And they're a natural part of the aging process. Okay. And they're therefore safe to eat. Nice. Did you know that back in 2013, dentists did a study about cheese? Dentists? According to DentistryIQ.com, they took a study of 68 subjects ranging in age from 12 to 15. Okay. They looked at the dental plaque in the subject's mouth before and after they consumed cheese, milk, or sugar-free yogurt. Okay. They found that cheese may adhere to tooth enamel and protect it from acid. Whoa. And they ultimately say that recommending the consumption of cheese-containing meals is a positive approach to tooth decay prevention. I'm ready for a joke fondue. Okay. Why do teachers like cheddar? I don't know. Because cheddar is often more mature than the other cheeses. <laughs> get it? It's more mature? Yeah, I get it. It's dorky. Oh, I know it's dorky yeah. and a little bit cheesy. Thanks for listening to Just Cheesy the Podcast, episode 118, Cheddar. Thank you. We hit our 20,000 listens this week, and it's all because of you. Yeah. Thank you to each and every one of our Cheeseball listeners. Thanks. Cheesy, everybody. 